Blog Talk Radio. Most of them will not speak on it because they're afraid. 
Yeah, that's what it seems like. You see, you know, you talk to, like, we talk to a lot of guys, like, in the gym we train at, and they, they may say a thing or two, but they'll never go on record saying it because they're kind of all just, they want to get their fights and, and things like that. Now, would you ever consider going back to the UFC, or are you kind of happy with your, you know, Bellator and fighting in Japan and things like that? Well, shout out to India. Shout out to, I was a strike force. But, you know, I'm just, I'm happy with, I'm happy with where I'm at. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I don't fit the mold. I'm good. I, I like the freedom. I like being me. Not censored. I can be me. I got worried about no code of conduct rules and like that. Because you know, with me, I don't. I'm not crazy out there, but I speak my mind. And sometimes you speak your mind and say things that they don't like. You can get fined. And you know, not with me. Not in Bellator. You know. No, and that's you know, as a fan of you, that's why I admire the most is whenever somebody interviews you, you see wherever it is. Always, you never pull any punches. You're, you're blatantly honest, which is something that all the fans appreciate. You know, as a as a prominent fighter, a very popular fighter, what does your take on the Conor McGregor phenomenon? It seems like he's everywhere promoting it. He's caused some controversy by just changing weight class and title shots. What do, what are your thoughts on Conor McGregor? I think what he's doing is smart. I think he's a good fighter. Um, it helps he's a country behind him because you won't see that happen with too many Americans unless it's Ronda. Ronda create helped was part of a movement with the, with the, with the um, women's empowerment movement. So, you know. You know, if you notice, like, after independent women, you know what I'm saying, like, Beyonce and now Jesse's child, children had a song, Independent, like, No Scrubs. I bet it's, you saw the movement coming. Well, Rhonda was at the forefront of the head of the movement, you know what I'm saying, of women's empowerment. So she had people behind her, backing her, and that was great. She opened doors for hers, and other great athletes, opened up doors for the women you see they're going to be in the future. Um, but Conor, he has a country behind him, you know. He has, you know, Ireland behind him. And it's just in America, in America, should be told, you know what I'm saying? I said before, but like Americans, not, not too racist, but many white Americans have had a thing for Italian fighters, you know what I'm saying? Look at Rocky Balboa, you know, Rocky Marciano, yep. Graciano. And then, and then Irish, the Irish thing, like, you know, you got you got Jack Dempsey, you have Mickey Ward, you have the Quarry Brothers, you know what I'm saying? You have Steve Collins. You know what I'm saying? Then you have the movies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like they they like they have a thing for that fighting culture because Irish and Italians were known for being tough. And people, if you're gonna fight like anybody, you're gonna fight like tough like tough guys. You know what I'm saying? So Conor McGregor comes from comes from that 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 country that is known for having fight good fighters, good boxers, good good bare knuckle fighters. So you know that helps too. Yeah, it does. I mean, I was up there when Conor McGregor fought in Boston, and I mean the Irish just take over the town. They sell out the place, and they're very passionate about their fighters. You mentioned Ronda, and I find the whole Ronda Rousey scenario kind of interesting, where she lost the fight, and it seems like everybody just piles on her now. Like, everybody's bad-mouthing her and trashing her, and just kind of seems unfair. Do you like the way the media handles some of these the fighters now when, like, when you're doing good, you're, you know, everybody's praising them, and once you go bad, it seems like everybody's turns on you. Is that something that bothers you or anything, or no? Man, what can you expect, man? It's, a, it's like, it's sports. You know, the thing is, everybody makes it so easy to fight. Like in football, okay, different story. Football and basketball, baseball, track, and other sports, we grew up playing them. Everything's in our backyard or organized. Well, so we can understand, like, oh, he dropped that pass. Oh, he should have dropped that pass. Oh, he dropped that punt. Oh, he fumbled the ball. He should have done this. You know, okay. Well, everybody's had a little bit of experience. I'm not sure what the top level has had experiences with that. Not many people have had experiences fighting in a cage, cutting weight, fighting with rules barefooted in a cage with the referee, with rounds. Not maybe with submissions, 
You know what I'm saying? Not many people can say this type of experience. You know what I'm saying? So everybody thinks they're a tough guy these days. You know what I'm saying? And it's really helpful you got guys that, you know, the main people in the organization run their mouth as well. Because people are like, hey, if he can run his mouth, I can too. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's just crazy now. It's just, it just seems like people pile on. It's just, it's unfortunate because it seems like her talents get discredited. Like when, like you said, she, she started a big movement when she came out. She brought in a whole new fan base that wasn't really watched fighting before. Now it's just it's, well, it's, it's like a lot of politics. Is, well, she brought in a family, but at the same time she had people. Because the thing is, like, let's think about this. Let's look, let's look back. Christy Martin was a beast. Lucia Wacker was a beast. Um, and Wolf, Layla Ali, they were all beasts, but they didn't have the backing Ronda had. Ronda had the UFC and Strike Force at Showtime, and she was winning in dramatic fashion. But Lucia Wacker was beating girls up so bad, she had to fight a man. To, take, to have her first loss. It's on YouTube. She has to fight a man. Ann Wolf was a homeless woman. You know, I'm talking about she was so homeless, she had to sleep in the ER room because they would kick her out. She saw TV. She said she watched TV, and she saw women boxing on TV. She asked the secretary, hey, are they getting paid for that? And the woman said, if, they're, if, if it's on TV, they're getting paid for it. Weeks later, she started boxing. Next you know, she wins, she wins like four world titles, and now she's a boxing coach. So I'm like, the thing is, these women are doing that, but it's just that social media went around back then, and you know, the media, you know, just like the reach of what they're doing was around. It was it was impactful, but it wouldn't it it couldn't reach people with the social media. But Rhonda, like, she could fight, and they could post clips of her fight or the whole fight on social media, and guess what? It spread, and she's still active. Where Ann Wolf, if you type in female Mike Tyson on YouTube and you see that knockout, that's the greatest knockout women's women's combat sports history you'll ever see. A one punch knockout by Ann Wolf. She fought. She was 160. She broke up a fight heavyweight, knocked out a woman. Vonda Ward, former, former um, All American um, basketball player from Tennessee, knocked, undefeated as well, knocked out one punch, walk off knockout, knockout, and. That's just getting played. You know, it has a bunch of hits, but if social media like YouTube and Instagram was around back then, these women would be just like Ronda Rousey was. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll have to check that out. I never knew about that. That's actually really interesting to think about. I have to definitely check that because now it seems like a lot of women are getting a chance. A lot of women, like we even see in our school now, a lot of people are you know, taking Thai classes and boxing classes and all that, which is great. So it's I'll definitely check that out. I guess my well, next question for you is, okay, so let me think back on that. Like, the thing is, like, Rhonda, she looked great. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the other women I named. But now with social media, she, what she's doing can be seen by more women. That's all, that's all the point I'm trying to make. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt at all. I definitely agree. Social media, I think, can be good and bad for fighters. It seems like it seems yeah. like some fighters are using it to call out other fighters and you know, market themselves, and some just kind of, you know, aren't using it wisely, I guess. You know, and one thing yeah. that, you know, in our area, New Jersey, we, we train, like, in our school, like, Frankie Edgar trains and a lot of these guys. And, you know, for us, it's like we want to see him get a chance to get a title shot. But McGregor, the, the, the hype train around him, it just seems like the UFC especially is all about the big money fights. They don't care about the rankings. They care more about what's a big prize fight, what's going to get the most attention. And, like, the rankings don't really matter. Is that something that bothers you at all? Or you're just like, listen, I'll fight whoever's in front of me. You know, I, I just don't really care. Like I said before, you know, MMA is not a true sport. It's not a true sport. You know, it's 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 a contest. It's an athletic contest. It's a sport in that sense, but it's not a true sport. A true sport. Like if we're watching football and the Bills beat the beat the Raiders three zero in the Super Bowl, is that a great game? Yeah, that's a great game. Defense won games. Win wins, wins titles. 
You know, she was a decent standout. Oh, the dude caught the ball, dropped the pass, dropped the Hail Mary pass in the end zone. What a great ending. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it don't got to be like a, like, a, like a Hail Mary pass every, 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 um, fucking, every fucking down. That's how they want MMA to be now. They want MMA to be like two guys banging out, no technique, no game plans. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes down to it, Connor, Connor has hype. Connor has hype. He's winning. You know what I'm saying? MMA, if if say say Connor say um Connor was like was winning, but but had like every fight was won by decision. I don't think he'd get the he wouldn't get the same praise he got. You know what I'm saying? If he, without you know because he's knocking people out. If it was all by decision, people would be like, okay, he's good, but he's boring. But now he's knocking people out. He gets gets he gets the um he gets the hype, which is well deserved. He's knocking people out. But you know at the same time, in true sports, the only thing that matters is the result. Not not like how you do it. It's just the results that matter. So if you win by one point, hey, he's he's a winner. So you win all your all your matches by one point, or all your games by one point. Guess what? You're still a winner. You're a champion. Well, I do, I I definitely agree with you. I mean, and then just speaking just about yourself, I mean, you've won I believe seven fights in a row. I mean, you're you're winning. You're you're, do, you're doing a great thing. And it's just like now the question I have is, you know. Do you, there's certain things you work on, like you, after each fight, like you won like, you know, three fights in like three days. After you're done with these fights, do you say, okay, I want to work on this more, like my ground, or I want to work on my, you know, like my boxing? Or do you focus on any one particular thing, or you just keep, you know, you train everything throughout the week? I just train everything. I try to add like, I try to add like two new. Yeah, I think we I think we lost King Mo here. Um, so I'm right here. Hello, up. can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I thought we lost you there for a yeah. second. No, no, no. Cause I thought I thought you hung up. No, I'm here though. I'm here. Yeah, we, I was just asking you about you know if you trained everything and you kept you know I guess it's do you do a oh, lot of cardio in between camps or? Oh, you didn't hear me? Okay, okay. I said here's what my, my question. My answer was that um you know I try everything in general. You know when it comes down to it, my thing is I try to add new things and new tools. And add anything to my skill set, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, if you stay the same, people will catch up and pass you. So I'm always trying to add new transitions, new things like chain wrestling, new tricks like ground and pound, and uh, just you know, just just staying finding ways to stay relaxed and see new things about like boxing and everything, counters, body shots. I try I try to implement everything I can that's that's applicable for my style. Yeah, it's no doubt working for you. Do you do you always stay down at Coconut Creek and train, or do you travel across the country to train different places? Yeah, I, I go to Delray, New Jersey. It's, it's on boxing and MMA. I'm with our boy, Coach Anthony, and uh, and I spar with uh, I spar with uh, um, A Chambers. They have a they have a good kickboxing um, kickboxing uh, class out kickboxing classes in the, um, and they have a they have MMA MMA program, a kickboxing program out there. Um, I go to Vegas, and I train with the, the Mayweather Boxing Gym with Jeff Mayweather and a uh, uh, boy, Nate Vasquez. And I'll train with my boy, Brother Fareed Samad. I'm a spot with the guys out there. And then my main home base is America Top Team, Coconut Creek. Yeah, yeah. Now, we, now, what was your take on the whole, the ultimate fighter thing with the American Top Team versus the Black Zillions? It seemed like it, it gave both schools some, like some good press and some bad press. Uh, I can honestly say I didn't watch the show. I really didn't pay attention to it. I went to watch one fight the whole time, and I just, you know, I didn't, you know, I'm, I don't really watch those fighters. Truth be told, I don't watch MMA that much. I watch it here and there, but I'm more of like a, I watch more boxing, amateur wrestling, pro wrestling, and kickboxing. 
football and basketball. MMA is cool, but, you know, I watch it here and there if I know the person or I know some people fighting on the card. But for the most part, you won't catch me buying a pay-per-view. Uh, you won't catch me watching too much UFC stuff unless I know the people. I watch Bellator because I know a lot of times with Bellator, I know the people that are fighting, you know what I'm saying? So I can, I'll watch it. Legacy, I love Legacy. RFA, you know, there's a lot of organizations because I know some people that fight these organizations, so I'll catch fights on those organizations. Yeah, fair enough, man. That's that's interesting that you think you've watched some things and you know not like a you're not like an avid MMA fan where you're sitting like every weekend with all these events like I gotta watch these fights. You're like I'll just you know watch boxing or that's that's pretty cool. Um, I used to be like that. You, I used to be like that. Did you? Oh, were you? Well, I used to be, but now I just at some point they have too many events and the product is wired down and you know I'm glad Bellator only has one one fight a month because back I remember back when the UFC was around. You know, when I got into it, and when all my boys got into it, they'd have one fight, one fight or two fights a month. And I'm like, man, this is going down. They have good fights. Now it's just like, like you know, now you see so many cars. Like you're like, uh, you know, it, it's like I'm okay. I could pass some of the, some of these. Or I could find I could some of these results. Or I'll go to YouTube or Facebook and they'll post some fights somewhere. Yeah, and I guess my my last question for you is this: you know, in our school, there's so many. So many people want to be involved in mixed martial arts now. They all want to train. They all want to fight and things like that. As, as a, a very popular fighter, a very successful fighter, what are some of your tips for the young the young kids coming up that are trying to get into the sport? I wouldn't. I, if I was young, I wouldn't even try to get into it. I'd just go out there and be athletic, play other sports, because some people get caught up and want to do MMA, and they get burned out. You know, if you're going to do MMA, go play football, play basketball, go play baseball, wrestle too, learn as much as you can, be a good athlete. Expose yourself because I've seen guys in wrestling and, and even MMA, you know, so they start at a young age, and by the time they get older, they get burned out. So keep it fresh. Play other sports. Learn as much as you can. Try to enjoy what you're doing because when you when you, when you you hit your late teens and early 20s, it, it, it's work. You know what I'm saying? It's not, really, it's not really fun as much. It's fun, but it's more like a, a job. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, try to have fun with as, as much as you can and try to enjoy other sports before you actually commit to MMA or wrestling or any other thing full-time. And, and once you once you commit to the sport of MMA, what, it, what is your take on sparring? Like, we see a lot of guys that when they come in our school, they they want to spar three, four days a week, and it's just like it seems kind of crazy. Like, what is your take on sparring, especially for the young fighters when they start getting into the first, second, third fights? Uh, but the thing is, like, you know, I spar, spar twice a week, sometimes three times a week, but the third time is, like, play sparring. Working on technique, technical sparring. Uh, you know, you have, to, you have to be able to spar with people. Spar controlled. It's called work. You know what I'm saying? Without, without, you know, if you're out there sparring your partner, going full full speed, and you get hurt, guess what? You're not gonna have a fight. Save your fight for the cage or the ring. Don't save your fight. Don't don't waste all. Don't waste your time fighting in practice because what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna wear yourself down and be nothing, or you know, fight time or miss your fight. So you know what I'm saying? Give it to partner and be controlled. Just work. It's not like it's not not to not to kill and knock their opponent out. We're not in Holland. We're in America. So just go out there and work. Work with your partner. No, that's 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 great advice, man. It's something I know a lot of our listeners will respect because you know it seems like there's a lot of misinformation out there. So they can hear the words from you. It probably be a lot more to just give like a just reinforce some of the facts they get in class. So. Mo, first of all, I want to thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. As a fan of yours, it's an honor to talk to you and 
just want to wish you nothing but success going forward. Hopefully you get to fight Fedor in a big, in a big card and a big fight. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having the show. Awesome, man. Have a good day, man. I'll talk to you later on. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, everybody. That was King Mo Muhammad Law, a Bellator fighter. He just won the uh, the Risen Grand Prix uh, Heavyweight Championship, which was three fights in like three days or two and a half days on New Year's Eve, which is a ridiculous accomplishment if you consider MMA fights. So um, you can follow Mo on Twitter. It's at King Mo FH. And, you know, he's in Bellator, so support him. Watch him. I'm sure you probably already are. And uh, see how he does. There's some pretty good guys in his weight class. You got Liam up there other guys so we'll see how he does so i want to thank everybody for listening hopefully you guys enjoy it we got a lot of guests lined up coming forward and uh we'll talk to you guys again next week Washed his hands